Today's episode is brought to you by the Star Draft. Do you feel like you always know the Oscar nominees before they're announced, or wish that you could share just a bit of Meryl Streep's Oscar glory? Well, now you can. Experience award season like never before. Sign up today to create or join a league at www.thestardraft.com attack. We're not going to fight anymore. I'm also just a girl. I hate to float. Standing in front of a boy. Such a great audience. Come on, y'all talkers up in here. everybody welcome back to when cinephiles attack a weekly podcast where four movie fans test the limits of their friendship i'm rashawn here with mella josh and lacy <laughs> there, there we go you guys what's up it's new year's eve new year's eve happy new year's eve i got my red underwear on ready <laughs> what y'all don't do that no, what is that? No underwear on. You wear red underwear so you can find love in the new year. What? The I did not know that. <laughs> no, well, y'all are already together, so it don't matter. But that's a thing. Is it a thing? How often have you done it? Every year, and it's never fucking worked. But <laughs> I'm still trying. <laughs> Pick a different color. Try a new color. Do some purple. I'm gonna. Do, you know what? I should have done green for money. Do some brown. Cool. For what? No. <laughs> Josh, God, oh my God. We earn that E every week. You guys, we made it through 2020. Ooh, Lord, did we? we I genuinely don't know how. I don't know the, how. Literally, either. how is this podcast Honestly. not to get sappy? I would have lost my fucking mind if I didn't have this outlet. Yeah. Same. So thanks for being my sham wows. What? You right. soaked it all that. up. What? You soaked up all of my negative energy that would have that was overflowing all year, <laughs> and you squeegeed squeegeed it out. Yep. So thank you. Three and a half months ago, and look at us thriving. I, thank you to all the listeners because we're starting to pop up on some 100 top 200 film review podcasts, and it means you, the world to us. You have no so idea so much to us. So you know what that means. Start sliding in those DMs, guys. We're famous. <laughs> <laughs> you better hurry up. All right. Fuck all this uh, what we watching shit. What are we fighting about today? Let's get Ooh, to love. it. Rashawn. <laughs> I, had to, I had to go out swinging this year, you know? I just saw New Year's Eve. What? <laughs> hey, there's no beauty left in the world. No magic. Oh, come on. We've got to do something to get you out of your New Year's Eve funk. Then how do you explain the entire world coming together on one night? It's New Year's Eve, bro. We're doing something. To celebrate the hope of a new year. My New Year's resolutions. If you can make these come true by midnight, you get these. Four tickets to that party? You called the right guy. Is that your New Year's dress? It's just something I'm working on for a rainy day. You should wear it tonight. I mean, New Year's is the worst night of all to go out. People who don't drink, it's party all year, suddenly going all Kanye on you. <laughs> Last year, I met a girl, and she was extraordinary. My water just broke. Hold it. You look beautiful. I've been plotting that slap for years. It wasn't nearly as satisfying as I thought it would be. That was cool. New Year's Eve Good is one. a 2011 slash 2012. Mm. Cute. 
rom-com directed by the Gary Marshall. It stars oh, everyone. Boy. I'm going to finish in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Zac Efron, Michelle Pfeiffer, Leah Michelle, Ashton Kutcher, Jessica Biel, Robert De Niro, Sarah Jessica Parker, Katherine Heigl, Halle Berry, Josh Duhamel, Hilary Swank, John Bon Jovi, Abigail Breslin, Seth Meyers, Sofia Vergara, Alyssa Milano for two seconds, Hector right. Elizondo, Ludacris, Jake T. Austin, Luda. Carla Cagino, Carrie Yules, Ryan Seacrest, Sarah Paulson, Common. <laughs> for two seconds. <laughs> On a computer. <laughs> Nat Wolf and Cherry Jones. A beautiful cameo by Penny Marshall. Mm. And the list continues. Goes is on. there a name for this kind of movie? Like, is there a term? There is, but I forgot it. I call it like, you know, like a Valentine's Day movie or New Year's. Like I refer to it yeah. as the... Yeah. Do you there call love a, actually something? Right. I mean, it's not... I don't know that it technically has a classification other than just a big ensemble piece. You know? Yeah. Somebody add us because there is a term. Yeah. And I know we should all know it. But... Hit up our, our social media. Let us know. <laughs> Look at that plug. Seamless. <laughs> anyway, what's it about? It's It's about love. And, oh. and spackos and fireworks and give me a fucking synopsis hope. of this movie is there a synopsis <laughs> let me see intertwining stories promise love hope forgiveness second chances and more for a number of new yorkers on the celebrated night okay the, the titular new year's eve if you will i would say yes that's what it is yeah in a nutshell yes so i think where do we where do I start? Where do you fucking start? I don't know if it's gonna be a Jon Snow gif of me just like defending this movie. <laughs> but um I wish if they could just make these kinds of movies for the rest of whenever, I'd be down. Because it's just harmless and I love Valentine's Day. And then this and yeah, you ready, Rashawn? I'll go first. Okay, cool. This is the the first... one thing I will say. <laughs> I'm gonna make one rule and one rule only. I already you don't know. you don't say shit about Michelle Leandra Pfeiffer. She, <laughs> she, no, I she no, was my favorite. Not. You could ask Lacey. The whole movie is like she's fucking delightful in this. She's amazing. Yeah, she's so adorable. She crushes it. That's first. my only wish. Anything else? Let's go. This is the first of these kind of movies ever that I've seen. I haven't seen Mother's Day. I haven't seen Valentine's Day. Mother's Day is not good. When we finished watching, I turned to Lacey and I used a Rashawn phrase. I said, that movie was cotton candy. I can see how it's not really a great movie, like kind of on at its bones, but I really enjoyed it. I had a good time. I smiled through a lot of it. There are certain bad things I have to say about specific things in it, but I don't really have bad things to say about the movie as a whole. It was like Michelle Pfeiffer's performance, just kind of nice. It was fun. It was cotton candy. <laughs> okay. Like when it came out, I knew exactly what I was going to get. Mm -hmm. And I like that. You know, like you go in, you get a, you know, this solid movie. You're going to go in having a good time, come out having a good time. Like you just know what you're in for. Again, like Josh said, there's definitely things I could pick a part about it and, and like, will and will we won't get <laughs> yeah. there because we don't were get sitting, it twisted we we're sitting on the couch and we we're just like what, what 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 but overall it's it's just a good little good little time i have to agree 
I don't think this is a good movie necessarily, but I don't think it's a bad movie. I had a great time throughout. I think it's like, it's exactly. It's not even a movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a series of vignettes. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, you mean that's what Rashawn would say. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad if someone said that. Okay. I'm going to hold you to that. For this movie only. Don't be bringing my <laughs> words back up. <laughs> so I, okay. There's so much ground to cover. Let's do this. Give me your favorite and least favorite storyline. Mm-hmm. I think ultimately it's probably De Niro, the hospital. Mm. Mm-hmm. All From start to finish, there were moments, there were moments like I liked Ms. Hillary Swank's ending, of course, but then. Spoiler, it came out in 2011. Fuck it. Yeah. We're all of course, if you haven't seen it, you haven't seen it. The crossover I love at the end there. Close second is Michelle and Zac Efron, just because of Zac Efron's at his most youthful, and Michelle Pfeiffer's Charming just knocking out of the park. Yeah. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer and Zac, and also I like Jessica Biel and Seth Meyers, Sarah Paulson. Other Sarah Paulson destroys. She's yeah, like- so good in it. She's so good in it. <laughs> Uh well you said Rashawn that like they look like a couple and I feel like it's Seth and that Jessica. just works they just have good yeah. chemistry that I don't know I would never think about but that I that would be like my second Seth's got that talk show host ability to fake chemistry with anyone in front of him <laughs> that's true <laughs> my favorite storyline is De Niro and Hillary Swank once that connection happens once we mm. once that hits um mm-hmm. before. I ju- it just made me really sad. Robert De Niro's storyline made me really sad, obviously. And I liked Hilary Swank's pre-meeting up with her dad. But that's uh, that story to me was very special. Rashawn, you want to say your favorites before I talk about my least <laughs> Me too? <laughs> my favorite, I th- yeah, I think the Michelle and Zach, they're just really good together. And they're both really charming and... And then, I, yeah, I, I could probably... watch a full movie about that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is a full movie. You know yeah. what I mean? Not in this movie. It's not. But <laughs> that, <laughs> that plot is like, yeah, yeah, that's a whole movie right there. Mm-hmm. And then probably Bobby, Bobby De Niro and Halliburton. So <laughs> what's up? I have two things and okay. I don't know which to address first. Okay. Let's hear it. The easiest I'll ad- one. I'll address the broad one first. Okay. In movies like this where the the playing field is kind of leveled and writers can't necessarily write for actors' strengths or give them arcs that really kind of touch on what they're good at or whatever. Michelle, Halle Berry, and De Niro run laps around people in this movie. 100%. In terms of performances. Hillary Swank's up there too, but it's kind of just, it's that part is just kind of whatever until the end there, and then she's great yeah. at the end. On a movie like this where everyone's on the same playing field, you really see who's bringing their A game. And... With how good those three are, the bell curve really dips a little bit for everybody else. Halle Berry against a computer screen has the best, the best acted moment. I got, and you're just like in the whole movie. Misty. The whole movie. I'm like, Halle, hey, 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 this is New Year's Eve. Relax. I, put, I just took my hands up to the TV and like placed them up yeah. against her. It's like you poor thing. You're like, wait, wait, wait. You don't you don't have to do all this. You don't have to She's do got this. the funniest line too, when the nurse is like, Would you like some cake? And she slaps her ass and says, <laughs> Don't eat it. Are you kidding me? She probably was there for like three days max and just can 
walks away with one scene. Right. Can you imagine Common in an active war zone? Maybe they had to like connect. Like Valentine's Day had a veteran, so that like, I, I guess. But and I he was know. just being Common. Can you imagine Common and Julia Roberts in the same? Uh, infantry just like, <laughs> serving together. Like, no, wild. no, just I speaking cannot. in spoken word in a, in a combat zone in a tent, like common. <laughs> please, please, looking dramatically <laughs> off. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I really don't like the disrespect that little Abigail Breslin hit SJP with. It's pretty rude, huh? <laughs> she's she's hella rude. Brat. She's like, I don't care if she's fifteen. If I was 15, I would got my mouth slapped. She's white. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Let me move on. <laughs> Ever ended an argument with, with one word? Yeah, she's like, Mom, I don't want to be here for New Year's. You're ugly, you're single, and I'm going with my friends. I hated Sex in the City, and yeah. you were not supposed to be caring. Oh, and those clogs? Take them off. God damn! I can I. This is can, this leads into my second gripe. I'm gonna do two for one. Sorry. Get it. This is some of the worst kid writing I've ever heard. They've never met a teenager in there. They've never met a teenager. They're 15 and they're talking about you can watch videos on the internet how to kiss. And then the objectively worst line in the movie: half the history class is gonna be there. What? What? <laughs> the class? The history class? Half Only, the history half. history class. Not just half the grade's going to be there, Mom. All my friends are going to be there, Mom. Half the history class? Kind of specific, kind of not. Like, what? You know what 15-year-olds don't care about? History, history class. class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so... I, I just wonder who that storyline was for. That had to be like, we want to get some kids in the in yeah. the theater, and I'm like, nobody went to see this storyline. I'm so sorry. <laughs> right. And how the moment Josh Demel's character read his little note and talked about how he's got a secret lover that he's going to meet at midnight, I knew it was Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, yeah. it's like it. I maybe take out that she has a daughter, and can we focus on them trying to find this serendipitous moment? I need some explanation about the carriage. Right. <laughs> <laughs> By that time- was just from the shoes to her little like pose to the carriage itself. That was just Carrie Bradshaw in Sex in the City. Yes, like, that was not one hundred percent anything the- new. Changes into this fucking ball gown. <laughs> gets a carriage that she rented in advance. Then makes her way to this shut down restaurant. It has to be leased two in the morning at this point. Absolutely, <laughs> which like protects small businesses, you know. <laughs> but wait, I don't think she went home. She went to the theater to get nope. that fit. She what? No, she ran into her. The doorman was like, "Welcome back," and she's like, "I'm just getting something or whatever." Oh, see, I thought she ran into the theater where she worked, and she was like, "Oh, I've been working." I don't know. I made a whole story up. She's working on this fucking fit. I wish she would have showed up in that Rudolph outfit. Honestly, side back. I did not need one second of Ashton Kutcher and Leah Michelle. Not yeah. one. Yeah. Not. Okay. Can I make a confession? Oh. Oh. No. Let's fight. Here we go. No. Okay. I love Michelle Pfeiffer. Halle Berry acts the fuck out of that moment. I think the stealth performance in this movie 
who I think he's just so comfortably good is Ashton Kutcher. Ashton oh, okay. Kutcher is effortless. I thought you were going to say Leah. I was like, oh, baby. <laughs> Speak your peace, Lacey. Speak your peace. Ashton Kutcher is amazing, but that character, why did we need him? I, didn't, I hate New Year's. That's it. I hate New Year's. The, you need the grump. Do you? Y'all be I, I kind of might side with Rashawn on this and that you need you need someone to... Fu- he didn't it, hear you. Don't side with him. Hear what? What was that last part? <laughs> no, nothing. He he said, no, nobody said anything. You like Scrooged. <laughs> Got Petty it. Patty. the bear. Petty in, Patty, I'm sorry. In the vein of Scrooged, every good holiday movie needs a character that does not like the holiday to see the the joy that the holiday can bring and make the switch to loving oh, that holiday. See, Lacey, um, he agrees with me. Where's Where's the joy at the end? Other than he he just still doesn't like it. At he the knows end. He just, he's about to like, get a sugar mama. <laughs> he said, "Why did you say it like she's that?" On her way cooking up. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of like cooking mama. I do not like to shit on actors. I just don't like to do that. Her voice is great. She is not. She's terrible oh, in this. I think she's fine in this. Oh, she is like, let me pose. Let me um pose. Um, I'm so cute. Let me push my bangs aside and pose. She is the worst. She is so annoying. There is nothing like you don't root for her ever in this movie. She gets up on stage at the end to sing Old Lang Syne and you're like, no one's gonna, that's like, not allowed her off. no one's gonna like intervene this is not oh, supposed no, to be well, her moment <laughs> bon jove told her to sing jensen this- which J- look jbj jbj is acting for his life man he is giving sure it everything is. he's got i'm like sure relax james <laughs> relax i feel i'm i'm happy for him i want to see that romance they had a year ago show Same. me that movie so I'm sure that was. Yeah, I also was didn't a, need a that storyline. Katie Hines need that. Seemed like she was phoning it in. <laughs> <laughs> she I mean, just seemed like is, she didn't care. This is just a part she does in her sleep. It's the same. I think we talked about her before. Like it's just the same thing. She was on Grays during this. She's yeah. like, I'm gonna get in, do my little part, <laughs> cash this check, and be done with and it. And Sophia said, I'm gonna earn my fucking paycheck. <laughs> she Sophia Vergara. So. <laughs> great in this she is so funny and so charming i mean she is in everything she does but she is so just stinking cute in this she said comedic relief say less i got you <laughs> she said call me a light switch because i'm on <laughs> in other movies i'd probably complain like the sofia vergara character was just one note she didn't do anything but like when there's so much going on and you need when you cut to some part and you're like, shit, we just got to get a chuckle quick. Right. Throw Sophia at him. Do yeah, it. Go for it. What about Josh Demel and Tow Truck Driver? And then the Tow Truck Driver was kind of funny. He got me sometimes. Yeah, he's funny. He's always funny. Yeah, I guess. I didn't like, need the fam. Like, I, didn't, the I wasn't really invested. That's that's what I'm saying. Like That whole storyline that eventually he gets to Carrie Bradshaw, it's just like... <laughs> what <laughs> like the payoff is not even that great because it took too fucking long by the time we get there it's 2 a.m ball's been dropped people are already fucked up like what we're over it at this point do you think in the deleted scenes they have a scene of ashton going pee pee or poo poo in the corner of the elevator 
Just That's the first thing he said to me. He went, <laughs> where's the pee corner? That's a bad impression of me. <laughs> no, it's not. I think, uh, let's take a vote. Let's take a vote. How I, 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 I resent that. But am I wrong? They were in there for like five hours. Yeah. I it was a bed. long time. Yeah. Show me a pee corner. Why? It's on the bench. No. Did, did you see him drinking anything? He didn't expect to be gone, though. He was just tearing stuff down, going to run to the dumpster and come back up. This sounds just... like a you problem, Josh. <laughs> this does not sound like... On Josh wouldn't even bed. have to go. He would just take a squat just because, <laughs> just because he's Josh. Just to empty out. Like in the, in the yeah, Dwight in the office when he pees in <laughs> yeah. 50. So you have to establish a pee corner. Speaking of deleted scenes, not to jump all the way to the end here, but I feel like those bloopers, deleted scenes, whatever you want to call them, are better than the whole movie. <laughs> Better than the whole game. movie? Well, they're not, Carmella. Don't say things like that. The, okay, the not Zach the whole movie, but there's the, some parts in there that are really fucking funny. Hillary Swank and Robert De Niro being switched, switched. and him yeah. pushing her into the elevator and, lost my mind. And the day player not being ready for her, but trying her best to keep going with her lines because yeah. she doesn't want to like mess up. The, like, I think yeah. that's somebody's sister or brother, right? The directors? Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, that's Barbara, Barbara Marshall. She is Gary Marshall's wife. Oh, oh nice. Cute. Also, uh, which RIP Gary Marshall. Yeah. De Niro crushed it. He was uh, the saddest part of this, but mm-hmm. I always like when there's an actor like De Niro who's known for being sort of this big, loud force on screen when they're willing and able to just dial it down to a, a two in terms of energy, mm-hmm. but still is able to hold a frame for five minutes on end movie stars yeah and he is a great one also took me two scenes to realize that that was carrie ewell's elvis the doctor what (laughs) say something you guys say something life life comes at you fast (laughs) stop (laughs) he did great rashad said that's carrie ewell's i said carrie who what carrie It's the Dread Pirate Roberts, you guys. Look, he's gorgeous in The Princess Bride. Gorgeous. We're going to leave it at that. Let (laughs) people age. Let them age. He can still be gorgeous. He didn't even look old. He's sitting next to Robert De Niro and Halle Berry. People can age. Okay. 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 We're going to play some quick games because we got some other stuff to talk about. Okay. Buzzer in. If you know the answer, okay. Did you wait? Did you play the game theme song? Play the game theme song. Fast, 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 fast. Fast forward it. <laughs> For the last time in 2020, do you want to play a game? Yes, let's do it. I want to play a game. All right, everyone, gird your loins. Riddle me this. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. guessing games. Come on, Play with me. Okay, buzzer in if you know this. It's a little quick little trivia. No! Not that kind of trivia. Okay. It's all related to the movie and the people in the movie. Okay, okay. Real quick. Who are the two actresses in the movie who played Catwoman? I heard Josh. That would be Michelle Fife and Halle Bear. That is correct. A point for Josh. Okay. I'll give you two points. What? Come on. Push on. Her answer. Tell me the two actors 
that had a hairspray reunion. Melabella. Zac Efron and Michelle Fife's. Thank you. Ding, ding, ding. Michelle mm-hmm. Pfeiffer was in Hairspray? Mm-hmm. She's Velma. Miss oh, Baltimore huh? Crab. What a fucking chameleon, dude. Come yeah. on. Incredible. Tell me the two actors who are married in real life. Lacey. Ah! Oh, no. Sarah Jessica. No. Parker. No. And Matthew Broderick. That is correct. Yeah! Let's go. I did one. Best cameo, by the way. <laughs> Mr. Buellerton. Name me the three Oscar winners. Josh. Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. Robert De Niro. Correct. Hilary Swank. That is correct. Shouts out to Sam. Let's Can go. you tell me, different question, how many Oscars they each have? <laughs> Cannot. Josh. Halle's got one. Correct. I think Hilary Swank only has one. Incorrect. What? And De Niro, De Niro oh, has, has three? Two. Or two. Incorrect. De Niro and Swank both have two. What is the second for Hillary Swank? Boys don't Boys cry. Boys don't cry. Boys don't cry. Right. Um, bonus, can anyone name the movies for Halle and Rob? Halle? Monsters yes. Ball? That is correct. And any for De Niro? <laughs> Raging Bull. Raging Bull. Uh, I heard Josh first, yes. And, and Raging Bull 2. Raging or bull. Still raging. <laughs> bull still raging. One more for Robbie. Bobby oh, Bob. Oh. Yes, ma'am. Meet the Fockers. <laughs> that is I wish. <laughs> he won his first Oscar for The Godfather Part 2. Oh. No shit. I guess I didn't know that. Okay. There are eight that I'm counting. Eight stars in this movie that had or have a hit TV show. Let's get it. Josh. Ashton Kutcher. One point. Sarah Jessica Parker. Two points. Eight. Eight. How long does he have? Because he's just thinking right now. Cut in. Cut in. Cut in. Okay, me. 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 Yes, Lacey. Leah Michelle. That is one for Lacey. Catherine Heigl. That is two for Lacey. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, There's more. And I know all of them. Cut in, Bella. Cut in. (laughs) I know them all. There's also... Um, Seth Meyers. Uh, I'll take, I'll take it. I'll take it. That's nine. Jessica Biel. Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson. I heard Josh first. No. <laughs> you have got to be kidding. You are playing favorites with him today, and I don't like it. Sophia Vergara. There we go. Fuck yeah. up, Josh. I'm did divorcing you today. Did anyone say Josh Jamal? Oh, Josh Jumel! I was going to say that, but I couldn't think of the show. It's it's called Las Vegas. Great. We are done playing games in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> and I will not be no back in 2021. Bye. That's fine because the winner is Josh. Who's surprised? Whoa. Literally no one. <laughs> Going out on top, baby. All right. So to end our year... With the Cenobiles, we are going to talk about our New Year's resolutions. Yes. In the movies. When Cenobiles. Cenobiles. Cenobiles attack. So, first up, I want to know what your overall New Year's resolution is as a Cenobile. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. Yes, ma'am. I want to make it a point to seek out and watch more women written, directed, and produced films. Ooh. 
I like this. I want to also make a consorted effort to watch more foreign films. Beautiful. Parasite was obviously my favorite from last year. I haven't watched a foreign film I dislike, so I think I just need to watch more. Mine is, so I made a, a list of movies like two years ago, and there's about uh, 20 movies on there, and I've watched four of them. <laughs> <laughs> what kind, are they like classics? Or They're are they classics, like... so like... Um, yeah, let's hear them, rattle them off. Uh, Jackie Brown, Reservoir Dogs, Zodiac, Raging Bull. Time the fuck out. You live I know. with that man. Yes. And you have not seen me. I'm the man. Zodiac. <laughs> I know. And he was just watching it. So I had the I chance. Have, I have tried so many times. <laughs> Amela, you like troop crime. You like. I know. It's, it's like these movies, it's not because I don't want to watch them. I just have been watching something else. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking but... Love As Island. The, you've been watching MTV reality <laughs> exactly. shows. <laughs> like, I know you guys out there listening can't see my list, but just for my my pals here, can y'all see Let's that? get it. Let's have the listeners. We're going to hold you accountable. Let's hear your yeah. list. Yeah. For 2021. Just grocery list them real quick. Jackie Brown, Reservoir Dogs, Wrestler, Fight Club, Zodiac, No Country for Old Men, There Will Be Blood, Fargo, Big Lebowski, Memento, Raging Bull, Cape Fear, Gangs of New York, Boogie Nights, Shawshank Redemption, Stand By Me, The Usual Suspects, Dead Poet Society, Kramer vs. Kramer, Being John Malkovich, Annie Hall, Manhattan, Do the Right Thing, Crooklyn, She's Gotta Have It. You All right, y'all seen... heard that. Dead Poet Society. Once your jaw I'll, is off the floor. I'll be exiting Winston if I was attacked. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Those, I w- you know what? Hey, in, in no. Mel's defense. We settled this. You are a cinephile. Thank you. It's been a tough year to watch heavy movies. Yes. It's it been Comfort food has been on the menu this year oh, for yeah. everybody. And you got a lot of heavy ones. On and I think mostly that is why I have that list is because the, a lot of those movies are so heavy that it's not something that I'm like, yeah, I feel like uh, watching Memento today. Like, it's just like you work retail in the middle of a pandemic. The last exactly. thing you want to do when you get home is pop in uh, the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. <laughs> like kick, kick your feet up. <laughs> MTV. Trash reality shows sounds exactly. Turn what your I'm brain off. For. Yeah, but as the months get better, though, you, those that list better get smaller. Yeah. So, so you're you just made yourself vulnerable to our listeners. Yeah, I did. So we're gonna keep checking in. Please do. Don't let this be a Watchmen situation, Mel. It won't. I promise. <laughs> Can no, we're not gonna put Watchmen on that. List. No, just <laughs> what happens to a dream deferred? <laughs> <laughs> Rashad, what's your... I am going to make an effort to look beyond uh, recency and find more black horror. Because mm-hmm. um, there's, of course, there's Get Out and Us and Tales from the Hood, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. You know, there's a lot of recency, like 90s, aughts, 2010s. And I want to go a lot farther back and, and look at horror films that centered black people because I think there are plenty. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's awesome. So, looking ahead to the year 2020, there's a lot of 20, films. 2021. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> He's stuck in it. He said it's Groundhog Year. Where am I at? <laughs> 2021, there are a lot of films. Of course, we heard the news with a lot of the movies that Warner Brothers are releasing. So, there's going to be a lot of things that are coming out. God willing, and the creek don't rise. Maybe we'll be back in movie theaters. Who knows? 
But looking ahead, what movie are you the most nervous to see? You're really excited about it. You're just nervous. You don't want to be disappointed. How do you feel, Mella? West Side Story. Me too. I knew you were going to say that. Me too. Okay. I thought we were going to have the same one. And we're just nervous. It's such a huge movie. I love that show. I love that movie. I would be completely fine if it was never remade. But Mm -hmm. I'm not mad that it is. Because there are some people in there that I'm excited to see. There also are some people in there that I'm not really excited to see. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just... I've been watching Josh this whole time. <laughs> yeah. So I will be there. I Or here. I don't know. Wherever we'll be watching it. But I'm very nervous about it. Yeah. West Side Story, the movie, was the my first introduction to more classic musical theater, not modern musical theater. And I literally, I think I rented it from Hollywood Video like four weeks in a row just kept re-upping my rental because it impacted me so deeply the music is so beautiful and visceral so if nothing else I'll just be really excited to hear the music come to life in a new way but that's Mm. also something I'm very nervous about Yeah, like Mella said, I I think there are things to look forward to. There are things I am not looking forward to at all with it. My butt will be in the seat. Do you think it can win Best Picture again? No. No. Yeah. I think it's got a shot at the Globes. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It has a lot of competition next year. Like, it has a lot of competition next year. So. I'm pretty nervous. We've talked about this movie a lot a few months ago. And the remake or the reboot, whatever you call it, came out in 2018. And there's a new trilogy. And so next October, Halloween Kills comes out. Mm-hmm. And I am extremely nervous that it could not live up to my hype and the internet hype, which is a hellscape. And, <laughs> and I do know John Carpenter saw it and, and kind of gave it his thumbs up. So that's hopeful. That's yeah. But um, yeah, anytime Michael comes back, I'm just nervous because I, I love that series. But it could be a Halloween 2018 or it could be a Halloween resurrection. Who knows? We'll, we'll see. see. We'll, we'll see. be there too. Yeah. My most nervous film is a, a sequel to a comfort movie of mine. Shouts out to Jess. I don't even want to say it. I'm actually nervous about how this movie turns out. Space Jam. Oh, that was the second one. Is that 2021? That's so far. It might be delayed, but I used to watch Space Jam all the time. Thanks, Jess. She got it to me for my birthday once, but I cried because it wasn't a toy. (laughs) But then it turned into one of my favorite movies. But I fucking love LeBron James. I think he's the coolest. He's the nicest. He is a much better person than he could have been given his life circumstances and i'm i'm rooting for this movie so fucking hard and it could be good or it could be so bad i'm so (laughs) nervous it's just been so long since the original that it could be way better but and i don't i don't know what's the better option to just try to rehash the first one and kind of give it its own 2020 spin or make it brand new i don't know all i do know is they better bring back bill murray (laughs) i don't know i have a bill murray space jam jersey in the closet right now he does it's not a joke can we talk about lola bunny no what do you want to (laughs) know 
I just God. want you to. You thought Chris Pine was a was a hall pass? <laughs> My first crush ever. I just want people to know. <laughs> you are so lucky. You are so lucky. I didn't turn out to be a furry. No offense to furries. But if I was a furry, if I was a furry, my obsession with Lola Bunny would be tenfold. Who's lucky, us or Lacey? Everyone, the listeners, the, Ever, the listeners you two, Lacey, everyone. I love Lola Bunny. She's so hot. Lacey, will you do me a favor? No. Will you whisper, "Don't ever call me doll" into the mic? No. Okay. Come on, Lace. No. Come on, give it to us. No. Don't ever call me. Doll. He needs to hose down. I know. Yeah, can we pause the recording so I can take a quick shower? Oh no. my god, I'm right here. It's not gonna be quick. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Lacey. Sure. <laughs> I'm not ashamed about my Lola Bunny opinions. We know. <laughs> Next category. It's very clear. All right, I have a confession. Yeah. It's uh, New Year's resolutions. I have a movie or movies that I have never seen. Oh. It's a pretty big blind spot in my encyclopedia viewing Mm. library. Yeah. Sure. So I've never seen Back to the Future. No shit. Really? Ever. Huh. I've also never seen The Lord of the Rings. We know. Oh, you didn't have to say it like that, bitch. (laughs) They didn't know. The listeners didn't know. They didn't. So, as a, uh, what do you call it? Resolution? As a resolution. As like <laughs> God, a cinephile? As, as a cinephile, I feel like I should definitely see Back to the Future. And I feel like I just need to check off Lord of the Rings. So mm-hmm. Watch the standard editions. You don't need to watch the director's cuts. Oh, no. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Three hours is my, is my, my max. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to knock both of those trilogies out. Back to the Future one and two is good. Three is when I don't think I've even seen three, or if I have, I haven't even bothered to ever watch it again. So. I think they're all a good time. They're one all... and two for sure for Back to the Future. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. My resolution to watch a movie I haven't yet is one movie that I have not seen. Lacey knows I haven't. I don't know if anybody else on this planet knows I haven't watched it. Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Really? Never saw mm-hmm. it. Don't really care to, but I know I should. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I know that's surprising. I was one of the people that actually had a good time with The Last Jedi. I oh, yeah, so I know they changed up a lot of things, and I don't want to get into it because I don't want to lose half of our listeners. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I'm not going to defend it to the death because there are a lot of things that are also wrong with it. For me, The Rise of Skywalker came out right when I was getting Star Wars burnout, like so many other spinoffs had come out and the Mandalorian was coming out and Clone Wars and like everything. And pretty quickly, I didn't see it after the first week and obviously I got it spoiled for me because I spent too much time on the internet. And I didn't really care. I want more Star Wars stories that are isn't just a, a Skywalker soap opera. We've spent nine movies and like a hundred hours of television on this one family. Give me somebody new. Yeah, it's, I actually saw Rise of Skywalker, and I'm very interested to hear what you think. I don't know. Maybe we should do it on the pod or have Maybe. a guest on or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'll watch it eventually. So I've never seen any Star Wars, so would I have to start there before I see this one? Absolutely. Yeah, you can't just watch this. You cannot jump into a <laughs> episode nine. I don't know. Y'all can just give me a little plot points, and then I'll get it. Oh, Jesus. 
what's your movie now? Mine is a fun one. It's Ma. I just want to see this movie. I've been wanting to see it. And I feel like I'm kind of in between because the memes, I think, are probably way better than the actual movie itself. But anyone that I've talked to that has seen it is like, just watch it. It's fun. The memes are 100 degrees. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, I want to see it. Um, I just haven't. So that's, that's my movie. It's worth it. It's fun time. It's fun. I'm very nervous to admit mine because this movie seems like it was written, cut and pasted just for me and I haven't seen it, but I am making the commitment to watch The Artist this year. You haven't seen it? I've never seen The Artist. I love that movie. It's, I mean, it's a period piece. It's like a silent film. It's a musical. It's black and white. It's everything that like I would absolutely love. I just... Yeah, I think I've never done it. it so eat it up. So on when Cinephiles Attack, obviously you've heard about movies that we love, and you've heard about movies that we definitely don't like. So in 2021, what is the movie that you hated that you're gonna give a second chance? What's your second chance movie, Josh? La La Land. Ah, really? I wow. fucking hated it the first time I watched it. I was bored to tears. I got secondhand embarrassment for like 50% of it, but it, it's critically acclaimed. And I've really grown to love La La Land. It, and you've grown to love La La Land. You've said that before, that you've grown to love it, meaning you've watched I, it I again. Had, I had to watch it several yes. times, and awesome. I I really like it. So I guess I'll try La La again. That's what whatever it's called again at some point. Yeah, it takes for you two. Bring it to the pod. Don't make. I can't host it. Mel, you can host Mel it. Mel will host. Bring I'll it. Host. Bring it. Force me to watch it again. Force okay. my hand on this resolution. Easy. So I saw this movie once, and I was like, I'll never ever watch this movie again. It's just not. For me, I don't know who it's for, but I know it's not Rashawn Durrell. Ooh, can I guess? Yes. Is it Cats? <laughs> nah, I fucked with Cats. No. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> we cannot talk about this. Rum dum dug. My movie is There Will Be Blood. Yeah. I loathe this movie. <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty good fan of PTA and, and most of his movies are like, Boogie Nights and Magnolia, but There Will Be Blood. I know that Daniel Day-Lewis is like the greatest actor on the planet, but this movie just felt like torture. That's fair. I'm afraid if I rewatch it, I'll dislike it more. Mm -hmm. Because I watched it when I was a snotty little film student, and I was like, (laughs) I love this piece. But like, did I? I rented it from Netflix when Netflix only sent out DVDs, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to toss it out the window but i rented it so i had to send it back (laughs) save someone else to torture yeah nobody should have to be sent this ever again but i'm gonna i'm gonna dive back in and we'll we'll see what happens ain't nobody bringing that onto the pod sorry hell no (laughs) i have i have two and neither of them i hated i didn't hate either of these movies one just didn't land for me and it caused a really big rift between you and I, Rashawn. It, it, it was it was rough for us because of it. So I'm gonna give the witch another try this year. <gasps> um, 
because it does feel like it would be right up my alley. I'm very afraid of this. <laughs> so I'm going to watch the witch. You're going to double down and it's going to break my heart. <laughs> I just might. We'll find out. We'll find Catch- out. Catch the witch on when Cinephiles attack October 1st, 2021. Absolutely not. I'm bringing it in. But the other one is a documentary Josh and I watched years ago. Don't say it. I'm going to. Documentary called Dear Zachary. Ma'am. When I tell you that this movie ruined me, I genuinely mean I sat on the couch for about four hours after it ended just hysterically crying it impacted me that deeply and that much because it is so well done and it's a very important story and as someone who is interested in true crime and in psychology I want to watch it now knowing how it ends and knowing what's coming Mm -hmm. and being prepared for that I want to watch it as a cinephile now and watch it for the information I want to give a PSA about it to those listening if you want to watch it I think it's an incredible, it will make you feel, do not look into it online, find it and watch it. When I tell you there's a twist in this documentary, it's bigger than the jinx. It's the twist in this documentary is huge, bigger than the ending of the jinx and it happens in the middle of it. Mm. So if you want to watch it, if you want to cry, it's, dear Zachary, check it out, but be ready. Okay. Don't look it up. Just watch it. Malabella. Mine is um, a tenant. I You're gonna rewatch Tenet. I don't okay, hold on. <laughs> when the you haven't is, even watched Zodiac once, no, we're gonna fight right now. Listen, hold on one second. No. I don't think I will ever rewatch it. But the thing is, I didn't hate it. I just like didn't understand it. And I don't like that, like watching a movie and feeling lost. When everyone else is like, oh, yeah, that was great. I'm like, what? Mm. Well, you just put it out now, so you have to rewatch it. So I'm like, maybe I should. Maybe I'll finish my long list that I talked about 15 minutes ago and then put Tenet at the end of it. I swear to God, if you watch Tenet again before you watch Zodiac, I'll... I'm going to watch Zodiac. See, that's the thing about Zodiac. I've wanted to watch it. It's not like I'm like, ew, no. I've just not done it. You know what I mean? You feel me, dog? We're going to move on to the next topic. (laughs) Our final category is our most anticipated movies of 2021. Big ticket item. Lots of movies got pushed. Lots of movies were already scheduled. There's so many things coming out next year. What are you most anticipating, Joshua? There's a lot. There's. I had a really hard time. First, narrowing this down to like five and then picking one. So real, I just want to rattle off a couple of the ones that almost made the cut. Yeah. Quiet Place 2, big fan. The King's Man, the Kingsman tre- uh, prequel. Uh, the Shang-Chi and Black Widow, both Marvel movies and The Eternals. Going to be great. My most anticipated film for 2021 is Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm. I've watched that trailer like a dozen times. Jesse Plemons, Lakeith Stanfield, Daniel Kaluuya. It, That's a great trailer. It looks so good. And it, maybe it's just because it's such a good trailer, but I cannot fucking wait for that movie. It looks so, so yeah. good. After seeing there's a character that is used, or a, a historical figure that's used in Trial of the Chicago 7, who's the mm-hmm. main character of this movie, and I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, yeah, I cannot wait. I think it comes out in February. I think it's pretty oh, soon. Oh, it's soon? 
think it's part of the Warner Brothers. Yeah. It makes me think after all these movies that are coming out that our drafts are going to be so different. So <laughs> yeah. Which www.thestardraft.com slash attack. Hey. Let's go. Yeah. Look. Lacey. I too had a very hard time narrowing my list down and I'm like 99% sure that two of my choices Roshan is going to pick and Mela is going to pick. So I'll save those two and I'll just let you know if you, if I was right. <laughs> my most anticipated is Raya and the Last Dragon. Come on. I cannot. I love fantasy and dragon lore. I love having a woman of color as our protagonist in the film. It's Disney. It's going to be a good time. I can't wait. Yeah, that another bananas good trailer. So too. good. I feel like mine, yeah. Lacey or I think everyone it's on everyone's list in the heights absolutely in the heights soon oh (laughs) it's just oh my god I remember seeing that trailer for the first time I had fucking chills on my head yeah and I was so excited and then you know 2020 happened but I am still so excited to just it's I already know like if theaters open again it's gonna be one of those that I constantly watch in the theater just because I feel like it's made for a big screen. I know everyone loves Hamilton, deservedly so, but In the Heights is one of the best theater-going experiences I had in New York. The, oh my god, The show yeah. is just amazing. It's so good. Um, my most anticipated, I have two. Surprise, surprise, they're both horror films. But my first one is a film called False Positive. It's written by uh, Ileana Glazer from Broad City. Oh, shit. And I don't want to say much about it because I don't know much about it, but I just know that it's a horror film. Ileana produced it. She's writing it. And it's somehow related or inspired by Rosemary's Baby. Ooh. Oh, shit. Um, so that plus I'm the title it. plus the pedigree behind it. I think uh, Justin Theroux's in it, Sophia Bush, Pierce Brosnan. Um, and A24 is producing it. So that's oh, all hell I yeah. need. That's Say all less. <laughs> yeah. Say less. It was supposed to come out in 2020. I think Hulu just picked it up. So it'll probably be here sometime soon. And then my second and most anticipated is Nia DaCosta's remake of Candyman. Let's go. Absolutely. I was for it. Absolutely. I'm so ready for it. Candyman is... Like I was saying earlier, black horror. Now it's going to be directed by a black woman. Jordan Peele's producing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tiana Paris finally getting her due. Please give that woman her flowers. I'm so excited. And that fucking trailer. That trailer is mm. great. It's so, I'm so ready for a candy man. We uh, had it and then delayed and then we almost had it again and delayed again. So I want to say... I'm cautiously very optimistic about movie theaters coming back because of the slate of movies that are set to come out in 21, there's a blockbuster on every genre. Fucking In the Heights, Candyman, and Quiet Place Part 2. Like, three Marvel movies are set to come out. Like, I have a nervously optimistic, warm feeling about the future of movie theaters, and I think the industry can do it. I think they can get through it. I think it's going to look a lot different than what we were used to. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're, in, I think they're in trouble right now. But I'm, yeah, I'm also with Josh. When I was looking up like anticipated films for 2021, I was like, oh shit, oh 
oh, oh, I forgot. Like, it was just mm-hmm. goodies after goodies. Yeah, like, real I quick, I, I want to give a shout out to Anticipated James Bond because we were getting a female black 007. Lashana Lynch, let's go. Co-written by Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Anna Darmus as a Bond girl. Come oh, on. Oh, yeah. We did it, guys. We made it through 2020. Yeah. We fucking did it. We did it Whew. together. I love y'all so much. This I is. I'm going to say you. some nice stuff. We have some really great things coming. We're going to start doing some new movies, starting with Wonder Woman last week. Um, we're going to have some people coming on to the show, finally. And then we're going to keep arguing. But I, there's nobody else I'd rather do it with. I love you guys so much. Love you. I love, I love you. you three. I love all you listeners. And I love m- m- me. <laughs> Why? Why? Rule of three. We Rule of three. such a nice time. Listeners, just, I want to, I'm going to cut it off now. <laughs> <laughs> Rule of three for comedy. I panicked. Um, I just want to thank everyone who has liked, who has subscribed who has listened, who has been along with us for the last three months. Um, we're having a great time together. And I honestly, some of the best moments this year have been hearing from all of you too, after you've listened to the episode and who you agree with, who you disagree with, you know, your impressions throughout the episode. This has truly been a gift. And I want to thank all the listeners and I want to thank you three because good Lord, you've been my saving grace this year. You're ShamWow, if you will. Yes. Eloquently put by my husband. (laughs) You're welcome. Send us home, Rashawn. Send us into 2021. That is it for this week's episode of When Cinephiles Attack. As always, we would love if you went and subscribed, rated us, follow us on Apple Podcasts. The reviews mean so much and it really helps us. You can find this and all of our episodes on Spotify or anywhere you get your podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Cinephile Attack. Yell at us. Scream at us. We love it. (laughs) And if you have a suggestion for a new episode or you want to show us some love, email us at whencinephilesattack at gmail.com. One more time from 2020 from Rashawn. Mella. Josh. And Lacey. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next year. Happy New Year! Oh, oh, play that track.